Good evening and welcome to Nightlight, everybody. Uh, glad to have you here tonight. This is a letter rip night because, of course, in case you hadn't noticed, it is Memorial Day. And I would imagine that most people have had hopefully a full day. And so they're sitting back and relaxing and joining in with us. If you'd be interested in getting a letter rip or a reading, you can call at 918 707 8787 or 310-421-4053. I am hopeful. I am crossing my fingers that actually both of those uh, numbers work tonight, but there have been moments that they haven't. So uh, if one doesn't work, try the other. Um, otherwise, semaphore flags, you know, we'll try to see over the horizon. But, but this gives me an opportunity to actually talk to you about a project that I have going on with Bill Brown, who was a guest of mine a number of weeks ago. Uh, he is uh, an archaeologist who, who has worked on the Giza Plateau for a number of years. And he, is, uh, he and I are doing a project. Uh, he's done... Uh, some ground-penetrating radar on the Giza Plateau. He has marked at least 33 different power spots. And we've put together uh, an international group of people that we are doing meditations into these particular star points or points on the plateau that uh, indicate that there are buildings or things like that that are there. And we're doing meditations into these different points with the, the hope that we can uh, pull in and uh, get information on the sites to help him determine where next he's going to dig, which should be really kind of exciting. Uh, if you're interested, you can email me at barbaradelong at gmail.com. And I'd be really very, very happy to uh put you into the group and fill you in on how we're doing um, the meditations. What we do is a meditation into, it's a short meditation, 15, 20 minutes or so. It's a lead meditation, so you don't have to be a highly experienced meditator, though none of us actually are, actually. Uh, and I lead you through certain areas and and, and sort of we're, we're looking to see, this is an experiment in distant viewing, actually. And uh, we're getting some amazing results. We're, we're finding that people are picking up not only uh, on, on what we thought was going to be there, but there's interdimensional stuff going on and there's uh, interdimensional stuff going on. So it's a very exciting thing. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you don't have to be, you know, an amazing author. All we need are your notes as to what you see as you go through the meditation, because it's really fascinating. Some people have seen some very unusual things, and and the people that have supplied us with these notes come from all over the world, so that it's it's not something that you know you you nudge a neighbor and say, "What did you see? I saw this." So it's it's a very exciting thing. And again, if you want to email email me at BarbaraDelong at gmail.com. I'd be happy to put you into the group and, and let you get the notices for the meditations. They are done on a private radio show, so it's only open to those who have signed into the um, onto the program, so to speak. Doesn't cost anything except time. We do have somebody here. Let me see if I can grab them before they drop off here. Hi, 707, you're on the air. Who is this? 
7.04. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. 7.04. Put your glasses on, Barbara. Are you there? Deb, is 7.04 there? They should be. Um, if you have your phone muted, you could unmute it, and then we could actually talk to you. Oops, slipped off. Um, are these, do you happen to know, uh, okay. 203, are you there? Huh. This is a cool mystery. 203-286, are you there? You're on the air. Oh, it's going to be one of those nights, Debbie. <laughs> Yeah, because they're getting in. I'm adding them to the group, but I didn't know if they were hanging up or if they're getting dropped. Okay. Um, all righty. Well, uh, then let me, let me, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see if anybody else calls in. Uh, otherwise, I think that the, it's, it's really appropriate that um, I would, I've been listening to Memorial Day speeches. Hello. I've been listening. Hi, 203, are you there? Yes, I had a question. Oh, great. I, <laughs> we thought we dropped you. How oh, can I help? Oh, no. <laughs> um, I have a, a relative who kind of dropped out mm -hmm. about a year ago, doesn't talk to anyone. I heard recently that he may have had a breakdown or some kind of health issue. He has some health issues, and I was wondering if uh, any light could be shed on what's going on. Have you contacted him? He won't talk to anyone. Hmm. Well, under normal circumstances, it's kind of unethical to read somebody without their permission. Um, I can oh, tell. Well, well, no, I, I can't. Well, tell I was. Uh, we were just concerned. Because we had heard that um, he took a fall in February and had to make a couple of nine one one calls. Yeah, no. I uh, what I am feeling is that there is emotional stuff going on. That there is confusion going on. So, um, is he in the same town or vicinity as no, you are? No, um, he's about an hour and a half away. But um, because he's not responding to anyone's calls, doesn't seem to want any help, um, somebody just should, concerned. Somebody should get in the car, drive the hour and a half, and see that he's okay. He may well, be so he has people that, you know, he has medical issues and he sees doctors and whatnot. But, I, I, uh, I understand that, but, but yeah. sometimes family has to, you know, jump over that barrier and and just check it out. And um, I would say get in the car and drive because I do feel that there is a need for family to be physically present and take a look at what's going on. Yeah. I think I, I believe he has, uh, uh, because he has workman's compensation and Social Security disability. I believe there's a caseworker who makes home visits every now and then. Um, what is, because what is, by law, she has to. What is your relation to this person? He's a cousin. Um, then you really ought to get in the car and take the ride. Well, I don't think I'd be welcomed. <laughs> I, I think. I, he, I think it would be. 
you know, a, a futile, futile effort. Okay, let me put it this way. If you don't make the effort at some point in time, you may regret you didn't make the try. Even if he refuses to take phone calls, he doesn't respond to emails. Yes. He doesn't respond to texts. Yes. Even though uh, we know he probably reads them. Yes. Absolutely. That's why we don't, you know, I understand. further. How old is he? Uh, 50. If you don't take, make the effort, you will regret it at a later time. Now, that's well, the message I'm getting. And, and you can give me every reason in the world to not make that effort. But, but no. sensing how compassionate and how kind and how spiritual you are I am. At, a, at a later date you may blame yourself for not making this trip. Well, I've thought about it, but I, I, like I said, I thought I would meet with hostility and anger, and uh, I didn't want to get into that kind of situation. I don't feel you will. Okay. I feel you get met, met by surprise. Oh, yeah. But, and I take a basket of fruit or cookies or cake or something but I would you know have something in your hand and say I was in the neighborhood and I thought I'd drop by well he wouldn't buy that because he knows I live an hour and a half away I I don't care if he buys it or not he'll open the door and you'll get to go in and you'll talk to him yeah I can promise you if you don't make the effort you will regret I don't know if I can say this enough times to you <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm getting this I, from I, cards. Um, I'm getting this from spirit. I'm getting this all over the place. There are flags up flying, and it's if you don't make the effort now, you will be sorry that you didn't do it, and you will blame yourself for not having done it. Yeah, yeah, that's to- um, totally up to you because um, yeah, you, you are, I you are, I heard through channels. I don't know how accurate they are. Just other cousins and people um, that he's lost a lot of weight and that he if nobody's brave enough to care enough to go it's going to be a very sad thing I'm not saying take a group with you I'm not saying do an intervention I'm saying say I was in the neighborhood and you know make it around noon or whatever and ring the doorbell Knock on the door. Yeah. Not going to slam the door in your face. Well, he might. When somebody is alone and not well, it means a lot that someone cares to come to see them. Yeah, but he could be very communication. I, I, you know, can't help but get the message. He doesn't want to get be bothered. That's what if he died? <clears throat> what if he died and you never made the effort? Would you live with yourself then? To be honest with you, I would feel that he shut the door and didn't leave me any choice. But there is choice now. And later on there won't be a choice. You'll just have to live with whatever your feelings are. 
and and knowing how spiritual and how how sensitive you are, I cannot believe that you would be able to just you know say, well, that's life, and move on. You cared enough to call and ask, right? Care enough to drive the hour and a half. It's not like it's eight hours. No. I, I my, my fear is fear of rejection and get the hell out of here. What are you doing here? I don't want to be bothered. That's my fear. The fear of rejection and me running out to the car crying my eyes out. Okay. That, what that's if he opens the door? And what if he opens the door and breaks down in tears and says nobody else has cared enough to come? Knowing him as well as I do, I've never seen him shed a tear for anybody or anything. It's, Ever. It's certainly hated his mother, hated his sister, hated, and, hated, hated, vengeful, vengeful, vengeful. And he's sick and he's without friends and family and he's lonely. I would imagine so. He has a tendency to alienate people with his uh, callousness, thought, thoughtlessness. So you become the same as him and, he, and you know, everybody loses. It was his birthday yesterday. I was debating whether to text him or say happy birthday, but I didn't because I've met with nothing but rejection. Well, I think it's your issue more than his. I mean, well, you, you, have, you have the power to shift and change everything and to not be afraid. And if he, if he rejects you, to know you tried your best. But you haven't tried your best. No, your best would have yet. been getting in the car and driving. Well, I will certainly give that a lot of thought. And I mean, it with the other. Of the two of you, you're the one that has the ability to be brave enough to take a chance. And he probably yeah, thinks. Maybe he. Uh, um, well, sometimes I think maybe since the way he just totally has ignored everyone in the past year. Um, maybe he feels he burnt his bridges and, and doesn't have the wherewithal to pick up the phone and say, Hey, I've been a jerk. I'm sorry. And I need uh, help. But, but yeah. the, it sounds like major depression. And when you're in a major depression, you can't get out that fast, that easy. And if he has health issues on top of it, um, Major depression can be a horrible thing, and and you just sit there, and and the world, you know, is passing you by, and you know it, he feels sad. He feels that there's there's a lot of emotional stuff here. I yeah. would make the I would make the effort, please. It will not kill you if he doesn't respond, but if he does respond, it, it's a gift to both of you. Yeah, it certainly would be. Well, not only that, but there's probably karmic debt between him and the rest of the family. And and if it isn't resolved this lifetime, it will have to be resolved another lifetime. So you'll find yourself in the same position, slightly different, but the same position in another lifetime dealing with this kind of thing. If you conquer your fear and you, you make the effort, then the karma is paid. I always felt a karma, karmatic connection to him. I don't know why. Well, you're the one, you're the only one that's called in and 
you know, was concerned about it. So, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, notify everyone you're making the supreme no. sacrifice and going. I would just go. And I don't think you'll regret it. I don't think you'll regret it at all. Well, family. Family is, no, family is an, an amazing thing. We don't, you know, I mean, I have a sister that I have always loved, but I haven't always liked. She's on my Me good too. side now, but, you know, and and that's what family is. Um, you're together for a reason. There's a connection for a reason. And even if they're the biggest jerk in the world, they're still family. They're still blood. They're still a connection. Yeah. Don't turn your, don't turn, just because he's turned his back doesn't mean you turn your back. No, he knows, he knows that. But sometimes. I've him and I've emailed him. And I've told him in, very, very plainly, I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't understand why you've shut me out. Um, but sometimes they don't understand either. So you have to be the bigger person. Well, I, I, got the, I got the impression that maybe he thought I was getting too close to him or, or, or I was... I knew uh, I had a feeling about things that happened to him that he wants to keep hidden. And I had a feeling he thought maybe because we were so close that I, w I was going to see through the curtain and he has to keep it hidden. I kept getting that feeling. Well, or maybe he oh, just Oh, wow, you know, uh, she's going to pretty close and maybe she she's going to find out that something happened to me as a child or I'm psychologically not right or I don't know I just got the impression maybe he thought our 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 closeness as friends was getting to be too much for him nah I think he just couldn't handle his depression and he went deeper and deeper into it and he slammed a door Unless you have a degree in psychology, which I don't think you do. No, I studied <laughs> psychology in college, but no, no degree. Yes. It's kind kind of like you know, I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV. No, don't yeah. try to don't try to psychoanalyze people. It doesn't work. A no, little... I was I was just no, in I, my I... own mind trying to figure out why he would suddenly become. There could there could Unavailable. be there could be a million reasons, but all you need to do is take that first step and see if he takes one too. And then don't try yeah. to get too close and don't analyze the whole thing and just be grateful that there's communication again. And don't be overwhelming. Right. I think if you if you. Keep it friendly and literally say I was in the neighborhood and I thought I'd stop by. I'd take a chance. And just chat about, stay away from politics, but almost any other topic and and be very casual. And Well, yeah, and, and that's fine. But I think he may feel that I came down there and now he's got to come up with a reason why he has rejected all attempts to get in then touch with him. Don't even go to that topic. 
I mean, it'd be like the elephant in the room. Oh let my God, be, you're here. The, I haven't nope. talked to you in over a year. Why are you here? Uh, I think he, maybe he'd feel pressured that he had to give me answers that he does not want to divulge. Well, <clears throat> having probably more psychology than you do, um, it sounds like you're making so many excuses up to try to talk yourself out of not go- into not going. Um, well, yeah, frankly, I, I, I have my doubts whether it would be well-received. Um, There's only one I, way I, you will know. Yeah, absolutely. And I will tell you, if you don't go, you'll regret it. Big time. Okay. I <laughs> will take that to heart. No, I'm serious. I am, like you said, I'm, I'm very sensitive. I'm very spiritual. I there isn't a day that goes by that I don't pray for his happiness and his well-being. Mm-hmm. Even that's, though, uh, and that's wonderful. You know, it hurt me a lot when he stopped talking to me for apparently mm-hmm. no obvious reason that I can see. But like yeah, I well, say, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know what's in his mind or the whys and the wherefores, why he acted that way. Um, I guess you know. But you're just becoming him by, you know, by shutting everything down. If, you know, I have, I have friends that um, every now and then they, they get very distant. And, and, you know, I pick up the phone and say, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's you, somebody has to be able to take the first step and, you know, you're putting yourself in the same position he's in. You know, you're isolating yourself tremendously. You're cutting it all. You're, you're not making the effort. Emails are safe. Telephone calls are safe. Letters are safe. You have to be brave enough to take the step to actually go and say, hi, how's it going? And then not yeah. pressuring him. You know, let there be an elephant yeah. in the room until he brings it up. That's very true. That makes a lot of sense. The biggest gift you can ever give another human being is time. And on top of that, the second gift is listening. And um, Yeah, and I'm a good listener. Well, you but have to, like I said, he, he put up a lot of walls. Yeah, well... That, um, Standing, staring him in the face will break down walls real fast. I hope and wish with all my heart that that's true. I would, if I had a ranch, I'd bet it on it. Because um, there were many, many things that I found out concerning him, which he... uh, wasn't honest about and wanted to keep hidden. Mm-hmm. I never told him that, but all of us have secrets. Yeah, but these were big time secrets. All of us have secrets. These were not little issues. These he were is huge. family. He's family. Uh, second cousin. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't grow up knowing him. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. It wasn't until we were adults. That's the past. Yeah. Deal with the present. 
and part of your journey as a spiritual entity and part of your process of walking a spiritual pathway is unconditional love. Oh, and well, he has that for me. I think he knows that. I, I'd go f- so far as to say I think he felt uncomfortable with that. If you truly unconditionally care for him as a human being, forget the relative part, get in the car and go and see him. It's that easy. Yeah. And it's beautiful weather. I don't know. You're in Connecticut. It's beautiful. Well, it's raining. It's going to rain for the next two weeks, I might add. So an hour and a half drive anywhere might put you in the sunshine. Yeah. Um, I lost my doggy on Palm Sunday. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's been my faithful companion for almost 18 years. Was he white? Did he have a lot of white on him? He, He became skin and bone. But what was his coloring? Blonde. Okay. He was a Lhasa Apso. And okay. I have been grieving so, so, so much for him. They are a part of our life. There's no doubt about it. He got sick last September, and then he seemed to rally. And it was How- something neurological. He was didn't have cancer. He wasn't in pain. But, uh, you know, he went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vet said he was living on love. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm not going to have him put down. He'll die in his own home. Okay. With me by his side. And on uh, Palm Sunday night, he did pass. And I uh, had him in his little doggy bed with his blanket, and I covered him and the next day, I had to bring him to the vet, and I kissed him, and I remember his little head was so cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I went and picked up the ashes. But I'm just, sometimes I think I can hear him barking. Well, I, I would think you probably do. And, and I think that he's trying to let you know he's just perfectly fine. I would say that you probably have a couple of times tripped over nothing because he's around your feet. He's definitely yeah. around you. Um, he's perfectly fine, and he feel he feels he. I see a dog bouncing up and down, so that so that he's very he's very healthy where he is now. So um, yeah, and and he knows that you did. You know, you 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 cared for him as best you could. Oh, and, yeah. you know, you went the extra mile, and he was not just a pet. He was a member of the family. Oh, yeah. I had, I've, I've had a couple of those. And it's almost embarrassing sometimes when one of our pets goes. We cry sometimes more than when a family member goes. Um, oh, you got that right. I, I had... <laughs> Uh, after my mother passed after a long illness, I was just so relieved that she was finally at peace that I just slept for about two or three straight days. And um, it was it was a relief because she was finally released from her, all of her discomfort. And But right. then about a year later, I lost my dog who was 13 and a cat who was about the same age. And I was 
inconsolable. I sobbed, yeah. I cried. It went, and then I then somebody said, You didn't cry this much when your mother died. And I said, I didn't cry when my mother died. I was happy for her. <laughs> yeah. It they are, they they give you unconditional love. And when you get unconditional love, that is such a precious gift. That it sure that, is. You know, when you when it's not there anymore, you do miss it. Yeah, so uh, but but your dog is around you. Your dog hasn't gone anywhere. And, and I know, so, I know. I keep his uh, little doggy sweater on my bed, and I, I, I pet it at night <laughs> when I go to bed. It is scary, isn't it? I mean, I had a husband die, and I, I did to keep his pillow for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but, but um, yeah, they are precious because they're our babies, and no matter how yeah. old they get. Um, they're still our babies. And, uh, you know, you just, but they do go to another dimension and they do meet us because I had a friend who passed away and, and I helped, I went into the tunnel with her. And the very first thing that came down that tunnel was her dog. And, and, you know, it was, you know, there were people there too, but the one thing she was most, you know, she was the dog. She wanted to, Make sure the dog was there, and the dog was there. He slobbered all over both of us. Well, I told my daughter, I said, when I die, I want you to put Casey's ashes in with mine. And I said, if you don't, I will haunt you forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, those those who know me um, have often called me the cat lady because there have been times when I've had as many as... 12 cats and a dog and I have all of their ashes and a dog or two, no, a dog's ashes. And then all of the cats, I I mean, I've got three cats now, but I must have at least 10 in ashes and a husband. So I I told my son that when I died to put them all together and just throw them to the wind. And I said, for God's sakes, stand up wind, because otherwise you're going to be covered. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say, he's going to need a mighty big urn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> no, I have them all, too. It's it's kind of like I, I it, it's a rather large collection now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never occurred to sure. me that there would be so many. <laughs> well, but, uh, you know, but, years ago, I've always had pets, but it, it I don't know. It wasn't a, a real big thing back then to take the ashes uh, for some reason. But now they, uh, you know, I think people have become a lot more aware of um, the treatment of, of their pets and mm-hmm. all animals, really. And uh, now it's, you know, very commonplace to... Uh, you know, it's almost like a human uh, cremation. Oh, yeah. And to be honest with you, too, I, I think that um, having their remains is even more important than a spouse or yep. a parent. You know, I, I just, for some reason, because there was never any angst, because there was just unconditional love, they become That's so right. much more, more precious. There's no bitter or bittersweet memories attached. It's just all 
pure love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when the time is right, you will get another, but not until you're ready. No, no, I'm not ready. I'm I'm not ready. (laughs) I got down to to one cat and um, decided I needed to have kittens because it had been a a long time since I'd had kittens. And I got two kittens and... They're monsters, but the energy that kittens bring into a house oh, is, I know. is just I've, the most, it, it, I've it's had, a, uh, I've had kitties all my life as well. And I, right now I have a huge, huge, uh, orange male tabby. Mm. He, um, weighs about 21 pounds. That is huge. He, he's about, oh God. I, I can't even tell you how big he is. He looks like a bobcat rather than a house cat. And he as he's mean like a snake. Well. <laughs> and I had him since he was eight weeks old. And he's been treated with nothing but love and affection. As I have every animal I ever owned. And he is just mean like a snake. Well, I had one that that turned mean, and he I, I declared him bipolar. And um, yes. we treated him for being bipolar for a couple of years, and then he became sweet again. So, Well, this one's never been sweet. <laughs> he, uh, he'll be laying on my bed, and I'll go up to him and say, pet his head. And I'll say, oh, Billy is such a good boy. Look at how sweet he is. And after about the third or fourth pet on the head, uh, he turns around and wants to swipe you with his claws. Yeah, usually it's three pets and back up. Yeah. With cats like that. uh, Whereas my previous cat, Billy, um, Smokey, was a mixed uh, Persian he he had the sweetest, best personality. He just wanted to be loved and cuddled and held, and he was just the sweetest cat. And well, this one is the polar opposite. <laughs> well, sometimes you need a you need an attack cat. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> he fits the bill. He's certainly big enough, and we well, don't overfeed him. <laughs> we don't. And I said to the vet, I said, look at this cat. I said, then we do not overfeed him. We, you know, he's, I don't let him run around outside because I don't want him to get hurt. Uh-huh. And the vet said, orange tabbies can sometimes get to be very, very big. Yeah, they can. They can. So, well, listen, I have to move on, but okay. um, you go visit your cousin. All right. Thank you very much, Barbara. You're welcome. Good night now. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Now, um, I did want to talk about the fact that we are in Memorial Day. And in a few short weeks, we're going to to pass into, um, well, let's try again. 704. Hi, you're on the air. Are you Hi. there, Seven? Hi. Hello. Hi. 
you you've been trying very hard to get in. You finally made it. I had called and I kept, it just kept clicking off, and I'm like, okay, maybe that's the wrong number. So I'd go back and forth, and maybe you weren't on. So I'm glad you called me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did Debbie call you? Yeah, somebody called me or texted oh. me. Yeah. Oh well, welcome to Nightlight. How can I help? <laughs> um, <laughs> I had had a letter re- reading with you probably back in September, mm-hmm. and you had and you had said some um, stuff that was very interesting around the May time frame, the time frame, and it was had to do with cosmic, intergalactic stuff, and that cool. was very interesting to me. But if you can pick up on anything or give me some additional information, that'd be awesome. Okay. Um, I, from what I'm seeing here, um, you, you've had um, an energy shift. There's new awareness here. There's a new, um, a new sense of understanding and a new, I, I keep, again, the element of cosmic comes in here. So, so I have to ask, have you been feeling a little bit um, um, out of balance? The last few days, yes. I'm energetically I was been feeling good for the last you know month but mm-hmm. Friday I started feeling like like I'm in a maze and I go forward and then stop and go forward and stopped and it's like an energetic it's like I'm being put in some type of box or something it's almost yeah. feels like like stay here you need to stay here right now and just wait and I don't know what that's that's what it feels like but I don't yeah. know what that is well, I would say that that what's what's happening is you're getting a download of information and energy of a of a well it's it's an expansion of inner awareness. You you are a very spiritual person to start out with, but but there are more layers than than you had anticipated. And and it feels to me as though spirituality as you have understood it is 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 breaking the mold and going into much a much more cosmic universal type of, of a feeling so that, mm-hmm. so that your understanding, your comprehension, your perception is all changing and a wait and see is very appropriate for you because it's, it isn't all in place yet. You don't have all the pieces yet. And so it isn't until we hit June and I would say almost the second week in June where you're going to start, realizing and understanding that everything that you have believed in has new layers to it that you didn't know were there before. And life and and our, our pathway on this planet will take on new dimensions as well. Uh, a whole group of people, and it's a big group, mm-hmm. um, are... are are getting this kind of a download and, and it happens only when people are ready to sort of accept the fact that everything that they have believed in was superficial and, and that we have to go deeper to get the true understanding and meaning behind everything that we've ever learned. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, I, lately, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it seems like I've spent my whole life picking up pieces of puzzles and putting them on the shelf. And ever so often, it's like all some of the pieces just fly out, and it's like, ah, it's like an epiphany, aha moment type thing. Yeah. Um, and I do look more towards the cosmic aspect of spirituality. That makes oh. more sense. 
resonates with me more. Absolutely. Um, are you familiar with the Emerald Tablets of Toth? No, I started reading about Toth. I, I don't remember. I heard that name somewhere, and I think it was the scribe, I think he is. Um, and I started reading about, but you said the Emerald Tablets? Yeah, read about the Emerald Tablets, and you're going to want to look for you. Google the Emerald Tablets and then look up um, the interpretation by Dr. Doral, D-O-R-E-A-L, and read his explanation. It will totally, absolutely confuse you even more, which is terrific. Um, <laughs> um, I've been working with the material for a long time, and I finally understood that it was all while it was a great story, it was really representative of, of the journey of the human spirit through time, space, and dimension. So have fun with that one. Um, it does feel as though you're applying your spiritual energy to, to all aspects of life, which is very appropriate. Um, I would say that the best advice I can give to you for the next probably six weeks is to don't make any decisions um, because you don't have all the facts. And, and this goes for, I mean, I mean, pay your bills. Don't, don't challenge your credit cards and stuff like that. I mean, you know, carry on. But when it comes to major decisions or, or choices, um, try not to have to make any because, because it feels as though there's more information coming your way and you don't have all the facts. So, um, that has something to do. I'm in a temp job right now, and I at the university, I'd like a job where I can meet some nice people. Mm -hmm. um, it pays decent and it's close to home, and I can learn from a group of people and, and work on my intuitive skills. And I've, I've gotten that with this job, but I didn't anticipate the manager is going to be a complete bitch. No, <laughs> oh, jeez. And well, my three weeks the three months is up next week and I was thinking of leaving there and, and going back and finding another temp job. Cause I'm looking at jobs like dating right now. It's like this one's not a good fit. Let me see what else is out there. But what do you pick up on that? I would wait to the end of June before you did anything. And okay. then July feels as though there is the, the, the aspect of work here. Um, certainly working on your intuition can be done anywhere in any job. Mm -hmm. Pardon me, hicking up here. I don't see you truly really being free to do the kind of stuff you want to do until August. And that's August and September is where I see um, legalities being taken care of and you being set free from whatever restrictions you've put on yourself. And these are restrictions that you have put on yourself, not restrictions that have been put upon you. There's a difference. Um, Legalities are taken care of in, in September. It looks like there's a signing of, of contracts of some sort. And it almost feels as though as we get into October that there are three different jobs. So you may find yourself doing three different part-time jobs that, that will all, you know, together seem like a full-time job. And I, like, and I like that because it does give you a great deal more flexibility. And you're yeah. not, you don't do well uh, with, with something that is routine. You don't do well if it's, if it's, you know, the same old, same old, same old, same old, because you're too intelligent for that. And your brain will, it, your brain just zones out. So 
you that's need... what's happening now with the temp job. So. Yeah, well, um, but a job is a job, and these days a job is important. Um, when you get, I think you're still, as you get into the November timeframe, you're still going to be trying to kind of figure out what is best for you, what is most appropriate for you. And, and it really, really, really feels like um, th- there are some interesting offers and challenges so that, so that you're going to be sort of temping up until the end of the year beginning of the year here's where things really massively change for you it feels like january has magic and miracles expecting the unexpected uh karma is taken care of in february so that so that you're sort of taking care of tying up your loose ends karmically speaking and then there's compensation coming into you in the march time frame so you're being compensated for some of the sacrifice some of the work some of the things that you've done that you haven't expected to get compensation for and compensation comes and it's really cool don't spend it all in one place understand it's a one-shot deal and make sure you budget yourself when you do get a a windfall because there's a windfall coming it's not the lottery not the lottery dang it (laughs) i would not discourage you playing the lottery one ticket at a time but i don't feel that this money i'm seeing coming in is lottery money okay um, and, and, and I do feel that you are going to begin to attract to yourself people who are more spiritually oriented, that, that have a, a, a greater understanding of, of the universal laws and the energies and, and how to use them. There's also the element of, of working with and, and um, of working with teachers new teachers and and it does feel as though i don't see you going to an ashram or something like that but i really see you um getting really deeply into uh research investigation and experiential stuff on on a spiritual level that that has to do more more with cosmic interdimensional stuff than than just the you know playing with the intuition the pendulum and the dowsing rod thing you know i mean Mm -hmm. That's fun, but that's not what you're all about. Right. Yeah, I completely get that. I think there's more out there that I need to look at and finding, like you said, teachers for that. Is like, well, well and, you know. and, and, and do understand that the most important teacher is you. Mm-hmm. So that so that so that it's 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 you understanding the the wealth of information you carry within and your ability to find where you need to look for the other reminders of what you already know. Mm-hmm. Because okay. because there is no teacher out there for any of us. It has to be us realizing that we have all the information inside ourselves, and we do. And your dizziness is just indicating that the doors are being swung open for you to utilize that information. Okay. okay. Going to be a cool time for you. Cool. They want me to focus on this stuff. I would say that, that the, the, the message that I'm getting here is that, that it's really important to remember that all of the subtleties that happen, all of the coincidences, all of the people around you that you touch into, everyone has something of great worth to share with you and you have great worth to share with them. So don't, don't just look for spiritual settings. Understand that 
the person that you pass in the grocery store has something to share with you if you give them the opportunity. Don't stop strangers on the street, but, but, but you know, um, don't go looking for trouble here. But, but it's, it's pay attention to every moment because it's the simple things that have the greatest meaning in our lives. And it's the simplest things that are really the purpose that we're here for, not to write, you know, a book on stuff or not to, you know, not to do huge websites, but it's, it's how we live our lives that, that are, are really um, the greatest indication of where we are spiritually. Mm-hmm. So because right now I struggle with this, the spiritual aspect of using it to, for, to earn a living. Because to me, the connection part is more important than the money part. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that will ever shift. No, um, it, won't. it won't. It won't. I've been in this field for 50 years. Um, I, I have found that the, the, the wisest, most spiritual people I have ever known um, we're not getting paid for readings. And so, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with getting paid for a reading. I get paid for readings, but, but right. to, to use it, if you use it as a way of survival, mm-hmm. it holds you to that level. Right. If it, if it is merely, you know, just something that's extra and that's nice, then you're still growing, then you're still searching, then you're still reaching for more understanding. But, but if the drive is I've got to make this much money this week from readings or whatever, then you will only get to that level, spiritually speaking, and you will not grow any further. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It's just, I, it, I don't know. It feels like it's, it, I hate the word it's cheapened, but I, it just, well, it, it, it's almost like we, to me, connecting with people is like sitting down with my sister and hearing her and just mm-hmm. connect her and being there with her and me holding my hand out saying, well, that'll be $50. You know, it's just kind of like, <laughs> I can't put a price tag on that. To me, it's priceless. To be well, then, to, then like, you just, th- then you do what I did when I was starting out. Then you just ask for a donation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that part. I, even if they just bake me a cake or cookies or something, I just would be fine with no. Me, don't do cake and cookies. You gain weight like you wouldn't believe. No, no, no. Salad. You can make me a salad. Yeah. All right. I'll go for a salad. But no, no. Just yeah. I, I, I. You know, a donation or or sometimes I just say, look, pay pay it forward. You know, give to somebody else when they don't have anything. Or you know, um, it's it's um. It's okay to get compensated, but if you're just in there for the compensation, you'll stop dead in your tracks and you won't grow any further. Yeah, I, that, that makes sense. And, it, it, you know, it all depends on what you want. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if that's okay with you, if that's where you want to stop, if that's, you know, you, you but but I don't, I don't see you being that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the more, you know, the more we learn, the more that we learn, the more we can teach. And if you stop learning, then you don't have anything really more to offer people. Right. I mean, that's kind of my whole philosophy of life. When I stop learning, I, I die. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I have to keep moving forward with learning something. If I yeah. stagnate miserable, I have to be learning something. 
new, even if it's just sitting with a stranger and just seeing what they oh, show trust me. That. Something there, from that. there is so much out there that that it, it will keep you active and, and vital for years and years and years and years to come. And you're right. You know, when you stop learning, you, you, you die. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there are, I know lots of psychics that are happy with being just a psychic. But there's so much more to the spiritual realm. Yeah, I see that. I mean, I know I had a reading a while back. It says don't limit yourself to just one modality. You're mm-hmm. more than a mix of bigger than that, I think. Exactly. Stuff, so. Okay. Well, thank you for taking my call. Oh, well, thank you for uh, taking my call, I guess, too. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Good night now. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sassy, know thyself. If you can hold on, we're, we're right up against our, our break, and we will take you immediately after that break. Um, I think Deb has been probably calling people that have been dropped or dropping. See, this is why you have a producer. Um <laughs> Well, well, they when when I joined Freedom Slips, they said, "Oh, you can produce your own show," and I said, "No, when pigs fly, I can produce it. I don't understand any of that technical stuff." So, so I was very fortunate that I had a friend who um, who I could talk into it because she's far more computer savvy than I am, and and it just means that. When things go terribly wrong, I sit back and say, I have no idea, but I'm sure Deb's handling it. And, um, okay, five minutes and we'll be right back. Hello? 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 Hold on. We'll be right back. Computer failure took out your bank or all the banks for that matter. Are your banking records safe in your hands? So when they get things fixed and repaired, you can say, hey, look, this is what I had. You have it. I want it back. Is your personal data safe? Family records, addresses, phone numbers? We'll squeeze on over to freedomslips.com. Yes, that's www.freedomslips.com. Click the banner on the homepage for the EMP proof bullet drive to get the full scoop of everything that we offer. So, folks, keep your data safe for your peace of mind. Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. You don't need to expect us, we're already here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. On the go? Still want to listen? Don't have one of those fancy phones with too many buttons. Don't know what an app is? Or you don't even care? Well, we got you here at Revolution Radio. Now you can dial in 24-7 to listen to our shows. We have a number for Studio A and Studio B. And best of all, it's free. Don't forget, your carrier charges for your cell phone provider may apply, though. So check with your cell provider to make sure. So ready? Here you go. Get a pen. Here's the number. Studio A is 712-432-6958. 
And Studio B is 716-748-0112. Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station in the world. to act as a sort of executive officer for the week. Yes. But all the decisions of that officer have to be ratified at a special bi-weekly meeting. Yes, I see. By a civil majority in the case of purely internal affairs. Be quiet. But by a two-thirds majority in the case of more... Be quiet. I order you to be quiet. Look, you stupid bastard. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. It's just a flesh wound. I don't believe I've seen such a display of courage, skill, nerve, grace, and stupidity. I'll do you for that. What? Come here! What are you gonna do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible! You're a loony. The Black Knight always triumphs! Roundtable Live, Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Bring your mind, bring your ideas, bring your voice. King Arthur had nothing on us. Here at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. And we are back. And as you heard, we are totally listener supported. So if you like what you're hearing, click over to the support page and and make a small donation or a large one. You know, everything is greatly appreciated. Everybody here from the owner to the hosts to the producers that we can't live without. Um, We all work for nothing. Uh, we, we love doing what we're doing, and we love the opportunity that Freedom Slips gives us to put our messages out there. And if you've you know been around Freedom Slips for any length of time, you know that, that the kind of shows that are represented here are as, as eclectic and as wide-ranging as, as any group could possibly be. Yet we all are under the same umbrella, and we're all here doing this because we really love the work. We love putting the information out there. And we do rely upon all of you to, to support us, to help the station keep going so that, so that we can put our information out there because there isn't always a, a platform for a lot of us. And, and Freedom Slips gives us that platform and says, go ahead, put your message out there. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to tell you what to say or how to say it. Um, it's a rather spectacular thing in these in in this time in this day in this age. So help us out if you can, and if you can't, please enjoy the shows anyhow because we love having an audience that is as eclectic as we are. So know thyself. Thank you for hanging on. How can I help? Hello. How are you feeling today? This is Sussy. Hi, Sussy. So I was just calling in 
I am actually in Thailand right now. Wow, great connection. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm right there where the, what is it, the internet connection is, so where my bungalow at this present time. I have basically made some new discoveries of actually, well, not new discoveries, but I've actually started to walk in who I am right now, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, like knowing who I am as a, a med physician. And I am looking to move to another area that is just as warm, um, like Costa Rica. But it seems like always it's the financial issue that seems to be a blockade where it was a little bit easier. But when I got here, I took a financial loss of like $500. And in August, I'll be taking another loss of $600. Goodness. Do you see anything, um, anything in that way of fixing that? I basically tried uh hosting teleconference for free uh putting myself in facebook groups and out there and offering this for people to see some of the work as is showcase other people as well as myself to see what i can do and i've always done that for years showcasing other people Mm -hmm. but um the financials i'm seeing it's like i have a lot of people pulling on me they like what uh they like what i do but they want to get a lot of stuff for free. They don't want to pay. Oh yeah, I know that you make this product. I know you do this. Oh, why don't you share this with somebody else? But they want it for free. But when you ask them for information, they don't want to reciprocate. And I was like, and I I noticed that uh, that was a a revelation three days ago. Uh, Give them the same amount of information and treat them the same way. They have no problem spending your money, no problem treating you away. But when it comes to you, they feel they should, you know, be treated better. So I made a video saying, you know, treat people how you want to be treated. And if you're not treated the same way, you need to look how you treat other people. And if that is so, you need to resonate and say sorry to them as well. Sorry to yourself, because that's what's going on. And I looked and I was like, nope, I didn't treat anybody like I'm treating being treated in this present of using people. I don't like people using people. I became the underdog for that anyway. <laughs> if, that makes, <laughs> if that makes sense, I don't like miss. I don't like dishonesty. I don't like uh, prejudice. I don't like people hurting other people. It burns my bum, totally. It burns it. So I'm and I'm I'm basically walking in my truth as well as in being able to be truthful and being really honest. Uh, and letting people know. I know it's a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. Uh, I, I think that there, there are a lot of things going on here. Um, first of all, um, you're right. And, and, you know, being a spiritual person doesn't mean you lay down and let everybody walk all over you. It's, it's quite spiritual to to have some boundaries and it feels like you didn't for a while, but you do now. Um, and, and I have found that when we are truly walking our pathway, the universe takes care of us. Now that doesn't mean that anybody is going to, and uh, frankly, frankly, having too much money 
and there is such a thing, I'm told, I've never known that, but having too much money can be a complication to a spiritual development in that if you have a lot of money, you're always worrying about losing it so that so that there is a, a fine line as to, you know, what is the appropriate amount of money to have and and still continue your spiritual journey. And um, and I've also found that that if you're genuinely doing walking your pathway with integrity, that the money comes when you need it. So worrying about the money will not make it happen. But being true to your pathway and and your philosophy is is probably more important than and I'm not saying don't don't you know don't think about money and don't don't consider how you're going to get money because you do have to live. Right. But um so so a mundane job of some sort on the side is always appropriate. Um you know, I, I I don't think the Dalai Lama has something on the side, but then he's in a whole nother class than we are. That's for sure. But but um, but but what I'm seeing here is that probably probably from the March time frame on of this year, there was a, a crossing of a threshold into understanding of yourself in new ways and new and, and new aspects. So that so that there's another. Um, understanding of your your pathway and so many people who are on the spiritual pathway um, think they know where they're going and those are the people that don't know where they're going Um, as soon as you think you know where you're going you're wrong because then you try to steer yourself in that direction and you don't allow the spirit to open the doors for you it's, it feels to me as though you're in a waiting period here, that there is a, a um, that, that spirit wants you to, to be patient, to learn some patience, and to not try to second guess everything that's coming your way. If you are, it feels like there, there is a great deal of artistic, creative talent within you, and that you have lots of ways of manifesting it. It is through the manifestation of that energy that you open the channels for the spirit to flow through your life and to manifest within your life. So rather than thinking about the dollar, just think about the creation and the dollar takes care of itself. Now, I know that sounds almost Pollyanna-ish, but it's truly how it works. And if the money doesn't come, if there, if you feel yourself really being challenged for um, for money, that just calls for greater creativity and that will get you to where you need to be. Costa Rica. Why would you go to Costa Rica? It's warm. <laughs> and there's, it's warm and it's basically where I can create the retreat that I'm looking to create, not in Thailand. It's... Um, Language is a little bit of a barrier here, mm-hmm. um, and the understanding of some things is a barrier here. It was just for me to also to come here to heal. Um, I think you've I, had a, a number of lifetimes there. Yeah, so it was just a place for me to come and heal. Um, the people are nice and great, and I've been to Malaysia, um, Penang, and I've been from. I just I've been three different places. 
in um, Thailand. And I love the temples. I mean, uh -huh. I'm a, a spiritual person. I've always liked um, Asian, um, Asian art, Asian uh, medicine. So I understand that part about myself because I, ha I have an Asian guardian that was a, a guy that showed me why I like herbs so much and why I was able to create, uh, I would say, like alchemy, that I mm -hmm. have a problem creating things from the top of my head. You tell me, oh, well, you know, I got cancer going on. I can create foods and a program for you. Uh, you tell me you got psoriasis. Uh, I'm able to do that. And I've been doing that since, I want to say the beginning of the year, just someone or always doing that, uh, just creating the herbal pulse or whatever, but creating a program that actually start healing. And I had a vision five years ago um, when Kathy was alive and my daughter were alive that uh -huh. I actually see myself on an island running retreat, not for the masses, but more of a retreat for the healers themselves and teachers where they would come and get healed. And it was like an island and I'm like, okay, I figured that's why I'm in Thailand to see this, but <laughs> I don't know. I, the islands are costing like $5 million and all this stuff of what, um, I seen and also what Kathy had told me, which she had seen me as well on this island. And my daughter, she's like, I can see this. I'm like, okay, well, that was five, five years ago now, five years ago now. So I'm kind of like, eh, what's going on? <laughs> mm. Well, I can tell you that June has you birthing a new aspect of yourself and July has you going through a Phoenix rising energy so that, so that it feels like July, August is going to be a time where, where, where a move is possible. Where did Kathy say she, are you talking Kathy like Kathy's distant echoes? Yes, yes, okay. yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> what other Kathy is there? Right. Well, I, I don't know, but it's my world. <laughs> She is the only Kathy that I, I know um, or knew. Uh -huh. um, so she she's she's my she would be my candid person because she speaks very candid. And that's what I loved about her. Uh -huh. And she would just say I needed to speak my truth with her. And unfortunately, first Lacey, my daughter, and then her gone. It was like, OK, all my people that really protect me that. Um, won't let people hurt my feelings or are actually not on this plane anymore. So now I have to be able to stand up and speak my truth. And I get that. I've, I've been doing that. They would be very proud of me and mm -hmm. not letting people use me. They would be very proud of me saying, no, you're not going to do that. But that's what I had to realize that uh, spirit always put protectors around me because I see everybody as this beautiful being and I didn't want to see the ugliness of them or their character. I see them where they they are, where they could be, and that's how I judge them on what they could be, not where they are right now in their life. Mm -hmm. And Kathy said, she's like, that's a bunch of whatever. We won't say. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you got to see them where they are and stop, take the glasses off. And, and I'm like, well, because they're all child of God. So I want to see them like that. I don't want to see anything. 
And, yeah. I, and knowing, seeing somebody's full potential doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get there. Uh, <laughs> just another hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it, it is, you know, every, every soul has the potential for being brilliant, but, but the purpose of a lifetime often is not to be brilliant. So, um, you know, you have to honor everybody's pathway, even if it's not the pathway you expect them to walk. Um, I, I do feel that, that a move is coming, but, but I would, if if money is your focus, that's going to be a, a weight around your neck. You just have to trust that the universe is going to bring you to where you need to be, and okay. and and understand that 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 there always there has to be a balance. So that so that you know you've been you've been people don't appreciate something if they don't do <coughs> something for it, whether it's time, whether it's energy, whether it's a gift, whether it's money. Right. So that so that it it isn't necessarily you're looking for monetary value as much as an exchange, right. and so so that's possibly a lesson here because you're focusing on money. Money is going to absolutely weight you down and hold you in place until you let go of the need of it, okay. and then the universe will give you what you need. I do feel that there is definitely a move here. It does feel it's more around the September October time frame. Well, that's what I was hoping to go um, in September is what I was uh, planning to go to Costa Rica. But I'm just like I told people, I'm trying to I'm looking for my place that I can find, as my girlfriend said, my forever home. And I haven't found that yet. I haven't felt that energy. I know it's not in the United States. And I've always said that since I've been nine years old. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Not sure it's Costa Rica either, but um, oh. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I know it, it has to be someplace that has beaches and water. It has to be close to the water. Yes. You're awesome. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't think it's Costa Rica. <laughs> okay. I'm um, fine. Fine. My, my, concern with even putting you in Costa Rica is that you isolate yourself too much to be able to share your gifts the way you want to share them. Wow. <laughs> that is on target. So that um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'd rather put you somewhere in the Carolinas. I'd, I'd rather put you I don't want to put you in California because um, I think they'll eat you alive there. So I think you have to be on the East Coast. Um, I, even I'd be comfortable with the Florida Keys. I was in Florida and it just didn't work out. I got more people that were using me than just a little bit and pulling all my energy. They love my gifts, love the stuff that I got because I'm capable of doing that, but did not have respect for it at all. And then after I went, it was like, or left, it was like, oh, now I see who you are, the, if well, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I would look at the keys because okay. that's not so isolated that people can't get to you. Okay. Um, and Deb keeps saying Jamaica keeps hitting her. I would love to go to Jamaica. 
love to go to the um I'd rather see you in Jamaica than than Costa Rica. Okay. It okay. just it, it doesn't seem it doesn't feel right. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but but you know play with a you know uh, play with a pendulum and a map. You know I did something called astrogent. I don't know yeah. if you know what that is. Uh, yeah. Astro. Okay, I did that, and it was telling me in harmony. Uh, where was in harmony? <clears throat> harmony was more like Portugal and Spain, mm-hmm. and around about Italy. And again, it's about my mind about um, the money. You know, it was like I can't in my mind. I sh- I guess I should stop training it. Is this that it's everybody says it's so expensive. It's very expensive to live there in in Italy, exactly where it said. It said Italy and then a little bit into into Spain is where I would be in harmony at. Um, if I went to uh, Costa Rica around about the area of Panama, not um, in there, it was saying that I would um, I needed the gifts to be a healer or a shaman exactly what I am and I would fit in. But if I went to Italy or Spain, I would be able to, I would have harmony and romance and things were open up. If that well, makes. yeah. Are you into astrology at all? Yes, I am. Um, if you go to astrodent.com, they mm-hmm. can, you they, for free, you can put your birth date and time in and it, it will give you a chart as to it, it will give you the chart as to where your energy is is will flow most freely. Yes, that's where I got it from. That's what it oh, was okay. saying. These are that's what it was saying. Different areas. The shamanic healer would do good in um around Panama, um Nicaragua, all around there that was saying that that but I know that's a war zone in Guatemala because I used to live in Belize. Well, yeah, yeah no, I, I am saying I am seeing the Outer Banks, the Carolinas in that area. You have a gift that you you want to charge money for. You have to be in a place where people have money to pay. Right. OK. I get and you. and you have to also be in a position where where um, you aren't leaning too heavily upon the spiritual gifts so that so that you okay. shut down the flow of the energy that fuels them. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, that makes sense. So that, so that, and I have found that, you know, there have been times in my life where, you know, I was hitting a block of some sort. So I, I charged my credit cards all the way up to wherever they were the highest. And um, because I had that challenge, I was far more creative. I found as I got older that that's not really a smart way to go. Um, right. <laughs> big lesson. Um but but it does feel here as though you need to be closer to um, larger areas of population because that's where your gifts are going to be acknowledged. Okay, makes sense. I mean, if you isolate yourself to study, that's wonderful. But but you have no place to share that energy with. Right. So <laughs> so I I would even say I the keys. You know, and and Deb did say Jamaica, and um, but not Costa Rica. <laughs> I don't know why. But getting a definite, are you crazy from the universe? So, <laughs> well, my play sister wants me to come out to St. Thomas. Um, I don't know. I think that's in the. I don't know what area that's in, but 
she wanted me. She's out there. She's a she's a RN, and she asked me to come out. She says, "I have a a, a guy I want you to meet," and I was like, uh, "No, I don't want you sent me at whatever." <laughs> Well, I'll tell you something. At this point in time, if you got in a relationship, you wouldn't continue to practice your spiritual stuff. Right. So you make a choice, you know. No, I'm not ready for a relationship. I already already know that for right now. Yeah, I don't think Um, so. I'm ready for freedom, and I want to travel. And that's this is what this is doing. It's showing me that I got from Florida to here. Um just saying this is what I wanted to do in uh, 2016, December mm-hmm. 2016, I made a decision I was going to go to Thailand. Uh, the money came. I, you know, I sold some stuff and we got here. I bought the ticket for me and my son and we were in Thailand and we've been from Koh Samui, been to Malaysia. Uh, there's some other countries I will be visiting like uh, Laos and Vietnam and Singapore and Korea, these are the places I want to go and just visit. I don't actually want to live there, but visit. Well, please, please get back to the States by September. Uh, don't see me. In, I don't want to come back to the States. I will fight this too for now. I do not wow. like this. You I can, do not. You can transfer planes here or something, but um, yeah. you need to I get just, back to the Northern Hemisphere. Okay, that I can probably do, but my energy in me in the United States of every time I touch down, if this makes sense to anybody, every time I touch down in the United States, it's not a pleasant feeling. Every time I leave, I feel lifted and relieved. Okay, so well, I, I have it, to move on because I got somebody else here. But okay, um, okay. but Thank but you. you know, it does feel like you're on the right track here. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Take care now. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, 443, you're up. Who is this? Hi, my name is Candice, and I've been having these synchronicities. I don't know what it means or where it's coming from, but I feel like the universe is reaching out to me. And it's about this guy named John, and it's about the city and state that he is from. And I have no clue of what it means. Okay, Uh do you know him? I mean, or is it just a name you've yes. been given? No, no, no. I know him. So what kind of synchronicities are happening? Um, It's more so a dream or I can be anywhere or I turn on the TV, I turn on the radio, I hear his name, I see the city of state that he's from. It's really weird. Oh, and he's just a friend. Uh, well, I dated him, but he's a friend now. Okay. Huh. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it, it if if he is if he is a friend still, I would say that karmically you probably have more karmic stuff to tie up with him. Doesn't necessarily okay. mean it has to be a relationship though. Okay. I mean, please understand that that not not every synchronicity means oh my god, it's my soulmate. I mean, yes, most I of us would that. like that to happen, but it doesn't work that way. Um, are you are you in communication with him? I mean, do you still talk to him and stuff like that? Um, not recently. Um, we had a little dispute, so I'm not speaking with him right now. But mm-hmm. um, spiritually, he's showing up in my dreams, 
he's saying things to me and I'm like, what is really going on? So of course, naturally, I'm just trying to figure it out. Well, that probably um, signifies that first of all, he's thinking about you. And second of all, if it's happening that frequently, that probably he's, he's going to um, probably communicate with you at, at some point in time shortly. Okay. So yeah, uh, having synchronicities happen in our lives really, in many ways, you know, it's if we pay attention to them, they really, they really are giving us a message. And if you, if you don't, then it's just a coincidence and you ignore it and forget it. But that you, you are, are you journaling them down? Are you taking a, mm -hmm. um, yes. are you keeping track of them? Yeah. Then I, I and would say that. <laughs> I would say that, that quite possibly you'll hear from him shortly. Um, it feels like, uh, I'm not saying that, that, that this is a love relationship, but I do feel it's a friendship one, and I do feel that, that you've been brother and sister in past lives, so there is a connection there that, that is kind of strong, um, and, and it feels as though there's trust there, which is really important. Hmm. So even though you may have argued, um, it feels like uh, there's there's a connection still there of some sort, and it does feel karmic. So it does feel as though your linkage your linkage with a past life or through a past life uh, made a connection with you this life, and and maybe you just misinterpreted it. Maybe you were just meant to be best friends. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And and. Um, I mean, I, I've had relationships like that where, I mean, they were just better friends than they were anything else. And, you know, but but everybody, you know, at certain ages, we jump to the conclusion that this is this is my soulmate and I have to be with this person for the rest of my life. That's not always the case. And there are often more than one soulmates every lifetime, soulmate in every lifetime as far as that goes, so that... Um, and sometimes they can be female and sometimes they can be male and sometimes they can be your best friend ever and, and you know, uh, and the same sex. So that a soulmate is somebody that, that you have been in past lives with and you've had a, a good, usually a really close relationship with so that there's trust there and there's um, a sense of, of being at home with them. So um, I, I, I suspect you're probably going to hear from him. I mean, I can't exactly tune into his energy because that's like, you know, being a peeping Tom, but <laughs> well, yeah, but it's really weird though. Cause I'm just trying to understand this. Yeah. We were in a relationship in the past, but we're not now he's moved to, you know, his hometown, which is fine. Um, we're in different States and you know, he's doing his thing and I'm doing mine, but I, I'm just trying to figure out what, what is his purpose? Is he trying to come back to have a relationship or what's really going on? Well, without going into a lot of detail, what was the parting of the ways about? Um, he was moving to have, I guess, more finances, a better job, you know, a better opportunity at life. Okay. And that was a bad thing? No. It was a great thing. That's why I said he's living his life in one state and I'm living my life in another state. Oh, okay. Did he ask you to go? No, I didn't want to go. But he oh. didn't ask me either. Okay. 
I think that there's a really strong sibling love here that that he misses. He misses the connection. He misses the friendship. And he probably is thinking about you. Uh, you know, you may get a phone call or a text or something like that. I don't, I don't necessarily think that he's looking to reconnect on a romantic level, but it feels friendship is the most appropriate thing for the two of you. So, but don't go contacting him. Let him contact you. Oh, absolutely not. Um, so let me ask you this. What do you see coming up for me for the rest of the year? Well, it, it really feels as though you're focused on home at this point in time. And that, that um, are, you, are you looking to move? Uh, I would like to. Because I'm not it, looking at this moment. Okay, well, it, it does feel, especially as we get into June, that that is going to be something that you're considering a lot more than you than than right at this moment. And it does look as though as you hit July, there are new foundations going on here. It feels like there's shifts and changes in your life coming up here. Good ones. But um, it's, it's going to be uh, challenging to you. It looks, It feels as though there's the element of Almost back to school as though the element of learning and growing and stretching yourself is coming up here so that it's, it's going to be um, an exciting time for you. I, I, this new foundations in the, in the um, July time frame, does, it, it does feel as though there are changes coming. There are moves coming within wherever it is you are, you are working and whatever it is you're doing. Um, I feel August is going to be a time where, where you, you, you get kind of restless and you want things to happen a lot faster than they're supposed to. Um, you, can, you, you can choose to get frustrated or you can choose to, you know, sign yourself up to learn something new or different or, or, or take a class or a workshop or something to occupy your time. And as you hit uh, September, there's a new balance here. It feels as though there's healing energy and letting go of emotionalities in October. And as you come into um, the November time frame, a lot of spiritual stuff going on here as, as well as your intuition expanding and stretching and mm-hmm. being, being uh, something that you're, you're going to work with. I feel you have, you have um, guardian angel energy in the center of the spread, which kind of suggests that, that there is definitely spiritual energy around you and within you. And, and there's, there's guidance. And um, so I would, you know, rather than trying to manipulate your life to go where you think it should go, just just go with the flow because it feels to me as though spiritually speaking, everything is opening up for you and you just have to be sensitive to the fact that some of the changes coming are not changes you anticipated, yet they are changes that expand your horizons greatly. So um, it's, it's going to be a very interesting time for you for sure. And I feel that there's going to be um, in the in the aspect of relationship, it does look as though there is a, a balance and justice coming. So that I do feel that that you may well meet someone that is um, a better match for you and a better balance for you. So that so that, and I'm not saying it's going to take until then, but I am saying that that's where I see um, a more balanced philosophy on relationship and a more balanced way of dealing with relationship okay okay all right well thank you so much i appreciate it 
You're so very welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Okay, so we are coming into a time frame here where I, I started out by saying that, that I had been listening to commencement things and um, listening to people talk to graduating classes. And it occurred to me that, that you know, every new day is a graduation for all of us. Every new day is, an, is a new opportunity to, to grow and to stretch and to move in new directions. And it, it felt like spirit was saying that, that, that it isn't just those graduation times when we've met, you know, uh, when we have enough credits to get a piece of paper that qualifies us to do probably nothing. And it feels as though we should, we should pay close attention to the fact that every morning when we wake up, we have graduated into a new, a new perspective of our realities. Every new day is a new opportunity to look with new eyes, to, to look with new thoughts, to, to not be stuck by the um, routines of the past, but, but to break away from those things that have kept us um, encased in, in, in the little boxes. I feel that, that we're coming to a time where the boxes no longer are, are of use. And to be honest with you, they don't exist. They don't exist anymore. So that, so that we have opportunities every day to move in new directions, to start to approach and touch into those, those special gifts and talents that all of us brought into this reality and to utilize them to, to enhance and, and make our lives more vibrantly alive. Um, there's no need to be stuck in routines. This is a time where consciousness has expanded, that so many have been getting these downloads of energy that are coming from all over the place and I- expanding our consciousness, awakening us to the potential that we have within this lifetime, not, well, I screwed up this lifetime, next time I'll do better. The heck with that, do it now. Right. It, it, it's all a matter of perception about about creating our own realities by our perception of it. And, you know, those of us that are getting older can't do as much as we used to be able to do, but, but our minds are sharp. We're still able to use our minds and, you know, maybe the back gives out or maybe the legs give out or, or just maybe the eyes give out. But, but the reality is that our mind doesn't need any of those things. We can still think, we can still talk, we can still write, we can still communicate, we can still share, we can still learn, grow, and share, and, and, and expand. And, and so there, there are, you know, we're coming into a time, what, three short weeks before we get, you know, into our solstice time, June 21st or 2nd, whatever it is, and take a look at where you want to be and, and take a, take a good look at where we are because frankly, we are breaking the molds that other people have created for us. We are being given the opportunity to become the people that we want to be. And, and we don't have to continue in the routine in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, you know, the groove that became the rut. We don't have to do that. It's only if we allow ourselves to do it. And, and frankly, I'm all for breaking down, you know, all of those, those traces that have held us in I'm, and breaking all the molds. Uh, there's, there's no need in today's age in this country anyhow that, that, that 
nothing should stop you from doing what you feel is appropriate to you. Now, that doesn't mean you have you 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 can't be responsible. You have to be responsible for yourself and for your family. You have to have mundane jobs, but that doesn't mean your life has to be mundane. If you have a mundane job that is bringing in the money and paying the bills, that's that sets you free to to your weekends and your off hours to to be to be a free spirit to go out and and walk in the woods to to be creative and and um write draw paint garden do whatever it is that that gives you pleasure and joy because this life is meant to be a good one this life is meant to be a celebration it is not meant to be survive and then you're rewarded because you get to die and reincarnate that's not the purpose of this lifetime the purpose of this lifetime is to give you the opportunity to celebrate the spirit within you. And each and every one of us carries a master guide, a master teacher, a master spirit, a totally evolved spirit that is here gathering information and gathering wisdom and, and, and through the subtleties, through our consciousness and our subconsciousness, it gives us hints as to the directions that we should be going in. Um, the one lady talked about synchronicity. Synchronicities is one of the ways that our higher consciousness, the spirit within, gives us hints and cues as to the directions we're supposed to be going. And you know, I so often say to people, stay in the flow, go with the flow, allow the flow to take you where you're supposed to go. And they say, well, how do I know I'm in the flow? And the you know the high the that spirit within us will will give us the subtleties will give us the you know hints and if you pay attention to those subtleties and those hints then 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 you're fine then you're then you can just about glide through of course it's be be a good idea to paddle now and then but but if you're going with the flow you're you're literally flowing with the current of eternity and, and if you decide that, no, no, I have to be here or I have to do that, then you're paddling against the, the, uh, the current and, and you're going to get there anyhow, but you get there backwards. So easier to turn around and go with it and allow it to take you to the, to the places and the realms and, and the talents, the gifts and experiences that your soul needs to develop in this lifetime. It's, it's an amazing journey. And the more fun you have with it, the more you dance with this this wonderful melody of creation that, that is out there, the, the, the richer this experience is and the more you have to take back with you when you pass over and go to the other side to then determine where you go next or what you do next as far as reincarnation. Whether you come back to the Earth plane or whether you go to another dimension, another planet, another galaxy, another universe, or whether you float in the ether and you just help people as they as they journey through time and space as at will, so that so that it's the richer you become spiritually speaking this lifetime, the the greater. Uh, wealth that you take with you when you cross over, your soul will go into the, into the earth, your body will go into the earth, but the spirit will move on. And the richer you make that spirit, not with money, but with kindness, with, with good thoughts, with good deeds, with, with things that you have shared with other people. I said to one, one person earlier tonight, the greatest gift you have is time. And the second greatest gift you have is listening. Uh, 
And if you utilize both of those qualities and share them wisely, the, the wisdom that you gather is, is going to be phenomenal. But it's a matter of, of trusting to the universe. Um, that spirit within you has, you know, and, and, and when you get off the pathway, you, when you really decide that you're going to steer and you're going to determine where you're going, no matter what the universe says, um, then you get what I call two by four moments. And, and you know, I have, I have them frequently because I, I'm, I, don't, I don't like to trust to the subtleties. I like to really have a point made and, and the two by four experiences are when, you know, you, you have a jolt and, you know, everything falls apart and you look around and you say, well, how the heck did that happen? And then, then eventually you come to the conclusion that, that you really had gotten off the pathway and you hadn't listened to the universe. And so the universe just hit you with a two by four and shook your world up and, gives you a chance to pick up the pieces and, and start getting back into the current, so to speak. Um, no matter how wise and spiritual you are every now and then we all trip, drop, trip, trip, fall for forward, hopefully. Um, and, and it's, it's one of those experiences that is another part of the human experience. We are after all spirits on a human journey so that, um, it makes great sense that all of us make the human errors and mistakes from time to time just to prove to us that we're on a human journey. I, I think that's part of the part of the whole purpose of it is is kind of understanding that the human experience is fraught with egos that get out of control. And that's that's probably another lesson that we all have to learn. So that so that as we move into this, this sort of this new birthing time on the on the twenty first or second of June, I forget what it is. Um, I think it's different every year, but I'm not real sure. It's it's a time in which the veil thins, and we're able to to connect to not only the other side, but but to other dimensions, and and we're able to pull energy in, and we're able to to do things with energy that that in the past we haven't been able to. Uh, we are a family here on this planet, even though we frequently don't remember that. And the more we can connect with other people, the more we can link our energy with other people, um, the, the greater power that we all have. So that it's like the, the meditation that we do with the Star Points group. Um, when I pull the, the energies of all of the people that are doing the meditation together, there's, there's incredible power there. And everybody experiences it because we're linked. And because of it, people are able to see things that they might not have seen um, if they were just doing something all by themselves. And even though everyone is in a different place, when you're pulled together in a meditation, the person leading the meditation has gathered all the energy, linked all the energy, and everybody has access to all the energy. So th there are lots of things for all of us to discover and, and to to um, begin to facilitate and utilize within our, our everyday life. But I think the most important stuff is, um, and Sussie has it, to know thyself over the archway for the um, Oracle Adelphi, there was a sign that says to know thyself. And it's important to know yourself. It's important to reach inside and, and connect to that higher consciousness, that spirit within, because that's where the power is. 
that's where the true power is. You know, certainly we're um, electromagnetic beings. We're in an avatar we call the human body, but the spirit um, it, to to be able to utilize the, the the full power of that spirit is is profound. Could we walk on water? Probably. Um, don't advise trying it right off the bat. But um, it's it's it so much is available to us that we're not reaching for and stretching for, and that's that's something that that I feel very strongly about personally and. That's part of my message, I think, not only to get out there to all of you, but to remind myself of it as well. Because, of course, you know, teachers are I, I, my my theory on teachers is that, that if they haven't experienced a lesson, they have no right to teach it. And it's something that I have learned and worked with over the years, and it has made a profound difference in my life. It has changed the way I look at everything and it has enriched me greatly. I mean, not money-wise, of course, but but in friends and energy and experiences. And the more you trust to that spiritual energy and the spirit within you, the more you find that you truly, absolutely are taken care of. Um, I don't know anybody in this field who is sincerely on a spiritual pathway that is rich. I know some very successful psychics that are very wealthy, but I don't know that they've gone beyond being a psychic. So that so that it's it's those people that that trust the spirit within because they know that's their true self. You know, Barbara is is definitely the personality for this lifetime. I don't know what she'll be next lifetime, but but this lifetime this is this is my identity. But but the spirit in me is going to take everything that I have learned, everything that I have experienced, and it's going to incorporate it into everything I've learned and experienced in in a gazillion lifetimes and apply it to the next lifetime. And, you know, I don't know where it'll be. I kind of like the earth plane, but that's my only frame of reference. So I guess that's that's a good, good reason for that to be my 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 preference at this moment in time. But those of us who are in, in, how do I put this? Well, I'm in the second half of my life. And, and I have found that, that things get richer and richer and richer and, and more abundant because of the way I look at my reality. Um, and, and I struggle with money just like everybody else does. I struggle with bills. I struggle with all sorts of things like everybody else does. But, but when I sit back, and I really look at my reality, I realize there's such richness here that, that the fact that, you know, I, I can't, oh, take a trip around the world or take a cruise here or a cruise there. It doesn't matter because I have so much else going on in my life. And, and I do feel that there are a lot of people on the Internet that feel absolutely the same way. So that, so that when you can see the richness that you have you don't lust after richness that you don't have. And, and I think somebody said, to you know, it's, it's better to be grateful for what you have rather than remorseful for what you don't have. And no matter how little it appears, uh, I think listing blessings and, and paying attention to all of the great things that you have in your lifetime 
And, you know, our great night, I talk about having a, a grateful journal so that every day you put down something that you're grateful for and you can never repeat something. So you can only be grateful for a great sunset once. And you get to the point where you're finding things you're grateful for that you, you really didn't realize that, that were there, but but because you can't repeat yourself, you have to constantly find new things to be grateful for. It's a great exercise because it does let you know how rich your lifetime really is and how much your spirit really has drawn into your life. And it's profound. So thank you for being with us. Good night, everybody. Radio at freedomslips.com. We'll be right back after this message. This is Barbara DeLong, host of Nightlight Radio, inviting you to join me on a cosmic journey, exploring a metaphysical montage of spiritual material, covering everything from the mundane to the magical. UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between, including spiritual readings for those who seek enlightenment. Let Nightlight provide you with equal measure of light, love and laughter, insight, wisdom, and inspiration. Monday nights, 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Studio B, Revolution Radio, at freedomslips.com.